Hey, welcome back to another day, another vlog. Great to have you here. Just about done. One more shift to go. It's uh, oh, it's Tuesday morning. We just came off Monday night shift. Uh, we've got one more night shift before fly out, so that's pretty cool. Always good knowing you get to go home the next day. Just got one more sleep, or what level of sleep, um, to go, and then we'll be back with the families. A few of the boys that have been here for well, 12 weeks and get to go home today as well too, so I'm sure they're probably even more excited. Um, a lot of the mining companies and the guys are working. Pretty much since COVID started have been stuck at site. Um, if they'd have gone home, obviously with quarantine and all that stuff, it would have meant it wasn't really viable. So... <clears throat> They've been here for, I think, a couple of boys about 12 weeks straight, so three months straight on site, um, which used to happen a fair bit in the old days, and when uh, I used to do it, used to just sort of go bush and then come home. Um, what my dad used to do, they used to go like six months at a time on contracts, but I think what's changed nowadays is the fact that you have drug and alcohol testing, uh, ridiculous amounts of rules and procedures um, and all that sort of stuff. The old days, you had full strength piss, there's no drug tests, 90% of the people working in road jobs were either smoking weed or on the turps or just pure alcoholics and as long as you did your job, that's all that mattered. So things have changed so that adds a lot more stress in that we didn't have to deal with when I was younger so it makes things a lot different so very interesting sort of aspect I guess and I know the boys are pretty keen to get out of here as you would more than normal after two weeks of craziness but uh, weather cleared up that storm we didn't get we got a little bit yesterday uh, I did wake up about lunchtime to, I was, was going to see if uh, it was going to be worthwhile to go out and try and shoot Bob Falls. It did. It wasn't. I woke up at lunch. No rain. It was nice and beautiful overcast. Would have been really nice for some photography, but it just wasn't worth the probably hour and a half to two hour round trip out and then come back to get ready for work. So I just went with the sleep option, <laughs> which is always good. Um, I did get a bit of work done on the video, so that's good. The new video, super excited about that. Uh, the photos said to come up awesome. I've dumped them all into Premiere Pro. I've started setting that all up. Uh, basically, I go through my processes, put all my files in, go and name all the files to what they are, so I know exactly what. I go through each one at the start, trim off the start and ends of them, see what I need, uh, so I know if the intro and outro or, or any sort of bits like that once I get to that stage then it's easy when I go to build the timeline I can just I know without even looking at it I can just go grab what I need and just dump it in and I know that I've got it without some fine edits uh, pretty close to where the mark is so that's I think that's made my process a lot better for my brain anyway um, I know some guys do different sequences and split it up and then come back and join them. I tried that, it just, to me it sounded like double doing double the work and when you brought it back in, you couldn't, there's some things I couldn't do. So I found it by just prepping, 
doing a big prep shift, uh, it actually made a big difference and a lot smoother and faster. It was just my computer which was struggling. Uh, but that should all change if my computer ever gets here because three and a half weeks to get a laptop from Apple, which is a little bit strange. Don't know why it takes that long. Um, I know I'm in WA, but um, in Perth, but I didn't think it had, honestly thought I'd give it a week and that would be heaps. Uh, I didn't expect it in a day or two, but I expected it in a week and yeah, no, three and a half weeks, mid, I think mid-June before I can get it. So yeah, crazy and I ordered it last week, so not real good on the customer service wise there, you think, and it's, I haven't got like ridiculous specs on the storage, I only got the one uh, TB uh, SSD, so I didn't think it would be that much. Everything else would be what people are buying the 16 inch for, so anyway. So yeah, video's going really well, I'm gonna, after I've done this and uploaded this daily vlog and the podcast, I'll be sitting down to try and smash out as much as I can on that. Uh, I want to try and get the timeline sorted out tonight and I'm going to be adding in or try to add in with my trusty Rode micless road setup. Uh, I'm going to be doing my, trying to do some vocal uh, vocals over the top of the photos once I get the photos in and see how I go. I've got to work it out and see in my head and see if it's going to be a pain where I'm going to record it to because I'll probably basically just record it to camera uh, once I've got the timeline set up, I'll record those voiceovers, voiceovers in. Sorry about my English. Um, <laughs> and then just unlink it, get rid of the video, and then use the sound as sound bites. I figured that'd be the easiest way to get good quality sound in there without too much drama. So I'll probably go down that route, but so I need to get that timeline pretty much locked and loaded and set. So whenever I re record whatever I need to record, I can just slot it straight in and that'll be the end of it. And then that'll be pretty good. I should be then able to get most of the rest of it done and then it comes to the music, which is the other big one that takes me a long time to sit down and go and find music that I want to sort of put it in. And mostly my landscape stuff, I try to put something sort of relaxing and peaceful because when I'm out in the landscape, either doing astro or when I'm walking around, it's super mega quiet you're by yourself, all you've got is your thoughts in your head and you've got birds and sounds and that's about it. So yeah, I, I try to sort of match that up with just something nice and that's probably why you'll see it's not go get them, jam it up music, uh, it's more sort of just, just chill out and enjoy the photo and that's my theory behind it. So it does take a while to try and get something that does match, I guess, astro or landscape and stuff like that so anyway that's about it on that so we're going pretty well should have it this week i know we're way behind schedule that's my fault uh, i think i've apologized a few times so but uh we are getting there and yeah i don't think there's any real rush no one's in a rush to get my videos <laughs> hopefully there's a few of you that are super keen to see it um i know i'm super keen to get the photos out um, I've started putting them on Instagram and I've got a 10, 10 final photos. So I try to bring it to 10, that's about a good number. I can split it up a couple of times throughout the video. Um, and there's some good ones, some some big panos which are gonna go really well in the video. So 
Fairly cool. I don't think it's going to be a 10 minute. I think it's probably going to be a 15 minute the way it's looking at the moment. There's a heap of stuff there, but I've got to get in and trim that out. So hopefully today I'll have that stuff buttoned up. Rightio, um, tech wise, I'll go through the short ones first. The, the Prime Minister of Australia, Scott Morrison's going to be talking today. He's going to be our way out or I guess financially what their plans are to get Australia back on track. Um, obviously, well, we didn't blow $120 billion because they didn't spend $60 billion of it. So that's a good thing. So we're only $60 billion in the hole. We've got to get that back and then get all these businesses back working. Um, so they're trying to work out a plan. He did mention something yesterday, I think the video was or through the news outlets and he was talking about industrial reform and crap like that. I don't know how that's going to make the country any money. Um, realistically, we've got to find a way to get small businesses back. And, I, and the worst part of that is going to be a lot of the small businesses getting affected, I think, will become uh, realistically dependent on tourism and all the different aspects of tourism international coming through and we're not going to get that until there's a vaccine um there's doesn't matter how many domestic borders open up uh you're gonna lose still lose all that international traffic that comes through which is a huge pipeline for australia uh yeah we can send all the goods out and, and that's a major part of the money and that's fine we'll be able to definitely send our products out but that tourism is a huge, huge aspect of Australia, whether it be goods and people buying stuff to from overseas and getting it sent, that's probably gonna be a little bit better. But the international travel is something that's gonna affect every, that affects everything. The trade routes, and it's basically a trade route. Um, those planes take over from ships that took over from camel caravans on the Silk Road. They all talk about China building its Silk Road and owning everything and getting that Silk Road coming back to China, which it's done for thousands of years. Um, and the planes basically do the same thing. They're basically camel caravans, just a faster pace. Um, and we really need them. With modern society, you need that that transport. I mean, it takes, at the, even before COVID, it took a week to get anything from the east coast of Australia to the west coast to north to up to the territory by Australia Post. I could get stuff quicker from the United States delivered to myself in Perth or Darwin before I could get it from Sydney or Melbourne. Didn't matter what you bought or what you paid for, even overnight express, you'd never get it. So now it's like two, three weeks. So, or and it's very hit and miss. Some things will come like normal and some things like three weeks. And then trying to get anything out of China is two, three months. I think I've been waiting for a couple of like dollar things I've bought on eBay just for camera stuff. It's been three, four months and nothing. So yeah, what do you do? Anyway, so um, he's gonna talk about that this in the upcoming today. And I think tomorrow or definitely this week, we'll have an update on the government's plans on how we're gonna get out of this. Uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. It's uh, it's very easy to react and to do the right thing as a, in a reaction of a, a crisis. Now it's going to take some smart people, some, uh, some really clever ways to try and find us out and find us new revenue streams to get money coming into the country. So 
be looking forward to hear that because I think that affects everyone in a roundabout sort of a way. Um, Samsung uh, have released a new 14mm wide-angle lens. Uh, it's a f2.8, it's the Mark II. Uh, they've also got a new 85mm f1.4, uh, and both Mark IIs. Now, the big features on these ones, they're both now declicked for film, so you don't have the, on your aperture ring, it's not, you don't have that noise. Obviously, your film, any sort of noise or anything gets caught with sound, so they're basically, they have a smooth, smooth throw on the lens, so your aperture ring, it just, it's just really smooth and firm. Normally, they'll have the gear teeth as well, so they can roll them around, so it can't be, can't have those little detent points, which is the click, normally like a little ball bearing, I think. Um, so that's removed, which is pretty cool, and it doesn't, some people like it, some don't. I really not fussed it's sort of good if you are locking it into a certain spot but i've never had that much drama it's also now weather sealed and a really good weather sealing so basically good for out in the weather harsh environments really going out and smashing it so that would be good now the 14 mil also has a focus lock function um so you can basically just lock it in i guess and so it doesn't bounce out of focus that's going to be good mainly being a landscape type lens I would say it's going to be uh, when you get it into get it into focus and just put on the lock and then you're doing say a star trials and that and you want to put you set the camera there and you know it's never going to jump out of focus uh, and you can touch the camera and not be scared of just bumping the lens and it and it jumping out and have to go refocus when you're in the middle of a say a star trail or something when you've got 10 seconds to fix it so that's pretty cool. I think that'll do pretty well. Um, I tried, did try to look for the, some prices. There's nothing really there. They're about about a $500 mark on eBay for the old model. Those prices I think will come down because there'll be a fair few people trying to get the new one, and that older model now start may start dropping down. So it's still probably going to be around the six dollars $700 mark, d depending on where you get it from. So pretty cool, and I think it'll be a nice lens. They do some great stuff. Now in America, the Samyang is, I think, called Rockinen. So they're basically, Samyang makes the rocket, all the Rockinen lenses, owns that company, but for some reason it seems like they go under that name. I'm assuming another company's got the rights to that name in the States. But yeah, everywhere else it's Samyang, but Samyang, Rockinen, same lens. But so they'll definitely have a, a rocket, these out in the Rockinen version. Now the big, the only other big tech news was out was a new phone, and it's a Sony phone. Uh, Sony phones are pretty tricky. Uh, you can buy them in the states straight through the Sony website. Good luck trying to find them on the Australian Sony website. It is a woeful website. Uh, I struggled to find it anywhere on there. I did find some notes on it, but nothing about this phone. Uh, it's the Xperia One Mark II. Uh, I had to go to Dick Smith and that to get a rough cost on it and even then they didn't have the Mark II so it's not out in Australia so we'll precursor the fact that it isn't available in Australia I looked in multiple places and for whatever reason we don't sell them um, I used to have a Sony Ericsson before the Apple iPhone came out uh, that was my phone, the Sony Ericsson and it was better, I hated Nokia I hated Nokia couldn't stand using either it was Sony Ericsson 
or a Nokia and I just was one of those people just I just didn't like the epoxy green and red button where the Sony Ericsson was yes and no and I really enjoyed it so I, I was actually really interested in this it's a six and a half inch screen 21 9 aspect ratio it's a 4k OLED so it's got a really good screen uh, it's really been pushed and aimed at the photographer movie type person uh, it's got this Snapdragon 865 in it, 8 gig of RAM, 256 gig of expandable micro SD storage. Uh, it's IP6568, so it's splash waterproof. It only got a 4,000 milliamp battery, but it's, depending on how they're going to need to get it tested and do some reviews and see how they go, uh, to whether that's going to be enough. Um, Sony's normally pretty switched on, so. I can't imagine it's going to suck that much and I think if you're using it for a camera I think you're probably going to use it a fair bit so it'll be interesting to see how long it does have a quick charge a fast charger and wireless charging 21 watts for the fast charger it's got a headphone jack um, and then the here's the exciting stuff uh, it does have a dedicated uh, camera button it's got Dolby Atmos Atmos sound and that sounded really good. I did watch Unbox Therapy and I watched uh, The Art of Photography. Both have got reviews up on YouTube. You can go check them out and that's where I've got all the info from and what they thought of it. Camera wise, looks really, really good. Um, and that's probably the super part of it. They've taken their technology from their Sony camera range, like your A9, your A7s, and put that same thing in a compact package, basically. Uh, it's got a, three lenses, triple lens on the back, 24mm f1.7, all 12 megapixels of lenses. What's the other two? Um, wide angle 16mm f2.2 and a 70mm 2.4. Now it's autofocus, they've taken the same sort of technology and using that 865 Snapdragon, using that. 60 frames a second it's working out autofocus so you're going to get a very similar feel to your Sony's that's obviously not as good as the Canon uh, but it's going to be up there with your Sony's and your new Olympus EM1 that sort of focus wise the best part about this 20 frames a second uh, you can shoot on this sucker which is just insane on a on a phone uh, Lou did have it up there and he put it in the on the high speed mode and cranked it makes a thing and you hear it just going so I thought that was pretty darn cool uh, digital zoom really good image stabilization in it it's got Zeiss coatings on the lenses so it's got some good quality pictures uh, 1200 bucks US now in the US it's 1200 bucks and you get a free set of their wireless headphones which are about two three hundred so ballpark roughly about a thousand bucks um, whether they do the similar thing to Australia when they come in and give away the headphones I think it'll all depend on how it goes sales wise in the States but if you have a look at it it's a fantastic phone and I was super interested in it a mainly for the camera stuff because I think it would be really nice and I actually started thinking about how I could get all my music off iTunes to put it on there and I think it's something I need to research because theoretically down the track the iPhone if it doesn't get better and they don't add some more stuff into it could be something like this is could be an option because the camera in this is really really good and makes for a good backup especially if it's got a bit of waterproof
Ness to it, uh, it'd be good as an option other than a GoPro. So, or an action camera to have, because you've always got your phone on you, it's easy to do a record. If you can get some high quality stuff out of it, that would make a big difference. So yeah, definitely a camera, or definitely a camera, definitely a phone to go check out the new Sony. Uh, I think it's gonna actually do really, really well. The the camera, even like the videos on it, it's that 4K screen looked really, really crisp and nice. Um, it's a little bit squarer than the old one, so it's done the same as the Apple. It's gone the squarer body to it, so we're going back in time back to the iphone 4 or 5 i think it was that that square we'll picture that just in matte black uh they moved the cameras to the side on the unit so they're not in the center anymore so they i think they've really obviously the the fact that first experience didn't go as well as they'd hoped they've really dumped a heap into this one and it should look pretty good that's about it it's enough Definitely worth checking that out. They said, go, go see Unbox Therapy or The Art of Photography. Both did really good uh, unboxings, basically, of it and talk about the different pieces of it and what it can and actually what it should and can do. Uh, but, yeah, if you're looking for a new phone and you're into Sony and you're shooting Sony, uh, I think this would be something definitely to go and chuck your look at. It does have software on there for pro camera, pro video. Um, so, again, something that if you're a Sony user, it was gonna be very, very handy for you. And as I said, it may get rid of that GoPro and that stuff that can be sometimes quite painful. Rightio, I will see you all again tomorrow. I'll be home again tomorrow, so it'll be afternoon or evening before I get the video out. If So if you're waiting for it tomorrow morning, I won't have time in the morning to get it done before I fly out of here. So I'll do it when I get home in the afternoon. So it may be a bit of a late show. See how we go. Anyway, that's it from me. Thanks for stopping by. Have a super day. I will see you soon. We'll leave you coming, going. We'll catch you tomorrow. Ciao.